All right. Well, welcome to the Puck Fantasy Football League podcast. This is week three in review. Just finished up last night. I am Cameron, manager of the Plucky Ducks. I'm Steez, manager of Cobra Kyler. And this week we have a guest, manager of Strawberry Herbert, Cameron Hulk. Hello, hello. Thank you for having me. Excited to be here. Yeah, our first official guest. Pretty exciting. Exciting I'm honored. stuff. <laughs> Good to have you on the pod. Appreciate it. All right. So with a new guest, we have a new segment. And hopefully this will be a segment that we'll be able to do with every guest that's on the podcast. So before the show, I asked Hammer a six-pack of questions, and I recorded his answers. So Cam Hulk, your job is going to be to try and guess what Hammer's answers were for these six okay. questions. All right. Are okay. you ready to hammer a six-pack? Absolutely. Let's do it. All right. Question, question one. Who did Hammer say would win 40-yard dash between Cam Hulk and Cam Henry? Definitely himself. <laughs> that is correct. Yep. One for one. Good job. All right. Question two. Who is one player that Hammer would want to take off of Cam Hulk's team? Oh, you know, I, I got to say that he'd go with Najee Harris. Ooh, nice. That's two for two. Man, I really thought that you'd say Eckler. Nah, Najee's young. He likes some young bucks. What were you thinking there, uh, Hammer? I was thinking exactly that. Najee is young. And give me all of the young receiving running backs, and I, yeah. I will take every single one of them, please. Thank you. Yeah. All right. Good start. Two for two. All right. Question three. Who did Hammer say has kinder eyes, Cam Hulk or Corb? Hmm. This is a tough one. I'm going to go with Corbin. That is correct. Corbin with the kinder eyes. Kinder that was eyes. that was a tough one. You guys both have a nice set of peepers on your... Appreciate on your, it. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, three for three on fire. Killing it. Question four. Who did Hammer say will finish as the number one kicker in fantasy? Oh, it's got to be Justin Tucker. After that 66-yarder? The one who just loves his kickers, huh, Hammer? I That I, one is incorrect. Really? He said McManus. Huh. I did. That uh, got that Denver air. Um, yeah. And I feel like the, De I feel like the Denver offense is exactly – it's exactly the kind of offense with Teddy Bridgewater where they will get into scoring position and then not always score. So you will have so many kicks. And I think currently he's second. I want to say, I think he's second uh, on the season. So that was fair. That was yeah. fair. That's Tucker, like, I wouldn't, I wouldn't have gotten that one either. All right. Question five, who did hammer say? would finish with the most waiver budget left over at the end of the season between Hammer and Cam Hulk. 
I got to go with himself again. That is correct. Well done. I am absolutely terrified of using any wager, but <laughs> any of it. I'm, I'm constantly just like, well, what if there's another guy that is really good that I need to get? And I'm probably going to end up with all like $90 still at the end. All right. So you're four for five. One question remaining. Who did Hammer say would finish higher at the end of the fantasy season? Saquon Barkley or Jonathan Taylor? Man. You know, he's high on Jonathan Taylor. He always has been ever since the draft night. Don't, you know, first two weeks, Saquon struggled. He kind of showed out last weekend, but that uh, the Giants suck. So I'm going to go with Jonathan Taylor. That's what I would have thought, too. He said Saquon. Really? Oh. Uh, I know. Wow. I, I felt so gross saying it. <laughs> <laughs> but Jonathan the th- – Jonathan Taylor, Jonathan Taylor Thomas, uh, as I sometimes call him, I, I'm still high on him. He's still so talented, but that offense just with Wentz and their O-line is acting up and I, it's just, I, I'm just not sure about the situation that he's in this year. It's just not, you know, I thought he was kind of situation proof. Um, whereas Barkley, I know can still perform in a not great situation. So, you know. Fair. He's to be fair, he's never been in one. So that's exactly a good assumption. <laughs> exactly. So, you know, if if you yeah, gun to my head right now, that's that's how I'm feeling. I would like to say, in terms of the 40 yard dash, um, a couple weeks ago, I did try sprinting uh for the first time <laughs> in a very long time. Wait, how'd that go? So it's okay. I mean, I'm 28. I'm not like old. In <laughs> fact, you you might consider in NFL terms, this is a prime age. Uh, I sprinted and I pulled something in my <laughs> leg <laughs> and I was hobbled for like three days afterward. I will say I am still fast. So I think I... I I think I can beat you in one 40 yard dash, but then any subsequent 40 yard dash, that's when you would beat me. Cause I would be injured after the first one. Oh, sorry. Are you referring <laughs> to this video of me, of me tripping oh. when I was running in that 40 yard dash? <laughs> that's what I was thinking of. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, hopefully we won't both be uh, gravely injured after yeah. this 40 yard dash, but. All right, well done, Cam. Got four out of six on Hammer a six pack. It's a solid debut. Yeah, for the first first person taking it, taking on the challenge. So, all right. Uh, well, started out with that fun segment. Now we're gonna go into the matchups of the week, break them down a little bit, and see see what we're seeing. For the first matchup, I was kind of thinking we would go over Corbin versus Smill. Big Blue Wrecking Crew versus Smill and New Dynasty. We have Corbin winning 
this matchup 163.52 to Smills 89.3. Both records are now one and two. So Corbin getting his first one of the season, a, a drubbing, some might say. In fact, that is what Yahoo called it, a drubbing. Ouch. Yeah. So I, you know, I was thinking we, we hop into this. Uh, Steez, what are you, what are you seeing from, from Corb this week, being able to finally get this win and, and, you know, hopefully build on this for, for future weeks? Well, as we've seen so far, if you have the number one player on the week, you are going to probably fare pretty well. So having Josh Allen go off for 47 points is a great way to kind of build your team off of, right? Got number one receiver on the season, Cooper Cup, checked in with two touchdowns. And I just, I don't see any way that he's not going to be one of the best players in fantasy this year. Josh Allen, Cooper Cup, that's going to win you a lot of weeks. Yeah, I I agree with all that. I think another big thing and a good thing for him to see is that bounce back by Kamara after the very low score last week. Just knowing that it's still in there, you know, it's even if the offense maybe isn't amazing. And I mean, they did win. The Saints uh, did beat the Patriots this week, 28-13. But knowing that it... Kamara can still do Kamara things, which is always good. Um, also seeing the usage of Clyde Edwards Alaire this week has to be encouraging, you know, coming going on uh, that he'll he'll be used. And yeah. they they know how to use him and and he got a receiving touchdown, which is great. Uh, he's not just a, a ground game guy, which coming out of college, his receiving prowess was was why he was drafted so high. So uh, seeing all that kind of things, I think uh, it'll certainly be interesting to see what happens with Sermon. I think uh, Corb did have Sermon in his flex, and he got about ten points. He got saved by a touchdown. Got saved by a touchdown. Mitchell was out this week, and I believe he's going to. They're thinking he's going to come back next week, something like that. And then you also have Jeff Wilson, which Corbin does have Jeff Wilson on his IR. So a situation to watch. But overall, I think just encouraging. And I mean, Corbin's team never was underperforming in the weeks that he lost. And so just knowing that it'll keep performing and all of these guys look like they have staying power. You know, the guys that performed well, they weren't they weren't flukes. Um, Yeah you know, yep. and I think he's in one, a good spot. Yeah. And he's, he's got two uh, top 10 quarterbacks just like chilling on his, on his <laughs> roster, which, yeah. Yep. Uh, um, but yeah, on the other side of things, we, we have an 89.3 point showing uh, from smell this week. Just one of those weeks where nothing really works out sadly um yeah he he had no jacobs still this week no josh jacobs uh so that's that's still rough sutton uh who we saw last week actually performed really well when jerry judy went down not not much action this week 
even in the 26 to zero win over the Jets, I did notice that Tim Patrick did get points. Um, who actually he's on he's on uh, Corbin's team, but they got they got the same receptions. It's not like you know all of the targets or something went over to Patrick, but uh, you know you kind of hope that he would still be performing. I think after what we saw last week with Jerry Judy out, all that kind of stuff. But um, yeah, it's a it's a poor showing overall for Smell's team. I mean, all five of his receivers combined for eighteen points. That's just not going to do it. If there's anything he can look forward to, I mean, his bench was pretty solid. His bench outscored his starting lineup. So if you just tinker with a couple of plays here and there, I mean, you're going to, I think he's going to be just fine. Yeah. It's always that rough uh, balance of trying to not chase points, you know, like you see Cole Beasley and Tyler Higby going off on the bench and you're like, okay, do I throw those guys in? Are they going to keep, keep performing? I do think Higby could keep performing. You know, it might be kind of defensive uh, matchup minded who he's going against, but I, I think that he, he could potentially be like a flex player along with Beasley. Um, but yeah. Um, cool. I think, I think the next matchup that we should go into uh, should actually be the matchup of our guest. We'll go into the matchup of Strawberry Herbert, Cameron Hulk's team, versus Zach Roberts' rad team. Cameron winning 145 to 132. Now sitting at 2-1 and one on the season, fourth <clears throat> overall in our league. Zach sitting at 1-2, and two, ninth overall in the league. So, uh, Cam... How how did you do it? How did you win this week? I don't know. I just you know a lot of a lot of people showed up. You know, as as last week, Nice made a great point that you know both my running backs were top ten last week, and they did it again this week. Najee Harris with fourteen receptions for one hundred and two yards. You know, that's not a stat line you see often from your running back. And I think no, that, you know. Coming out of college, he was a great receiving back, and you know him getting all the snaps at Pittsburgh is is going to be huge for him. And I'm, you know, I'm glad I took him early. I'm sure, it'll be good for me for a long time. Yeah, Ooh, you got 20 total catches from your two top backs. That's yeah. nuts. Yeah, I, I mean, 19 targets to a running back. 19, like top wide receivers don't get 19 targets. Yeah. But I mean, that Steelers offense in general is kind of uh, uh, interesting to, to say the least, but I think, or, I think we're not very interesting or not very interesting. Yeah. Uh, did you guys see that? that uh, I would, I wouldn't say highlight, but uh, Ben Roethlisberger like rolling out to the right during the game. And he just kind of like tripped on nothing just yeah like literally yeah. rolling to the right <laughs> yeah but yeah cam i think i think what's cool with your team what, what was good to see when i was reviewing it is seeing george kittle kind of bounce back yeah. after a couple uh you know not great showings um you know he's still he's still kittle he's gonna get he's gonna get his targets and he's gonna score um so 
yeah, I think, I think that's always good to see. And, you know, what was kind of cool, I looks like you put in two new starters from last week. Um, yeah. And, you know, we're able, even with Cephas not really performing um, and your blockbuster trade acquisition, Darius Slayton. Oh, there it is. Uh, yep, there he is. Both getting 1.3, but able to kind of overcome that still, uh, yep. I think is always, always good to see. So, and you know, Brandon Cook's out there. He's yeah, quietly he's the number, number five receiver on the year. Yeah, he's he's getting a ton of targets on that Texas offense. Even even with David Mills last week, you know, yeah. got 112 reception yards, nine targets. So or nine receptions, my my fault. But yeah, he's he's been great for me. Yeah. So unfortunately for Zach, <laughs> it was the number two overall player of the week, Stafford, versus the number three overall player, Herbert. But Stafford was on his bench. Yeah, it's yeah. it's a rough rough sight. When, you know, I mean, when you have Lamar Jackson going against yeah. Detroit, you're not gonna bench him. And but, Stafford against Tampa Bay. Yeah, yeah, that is. I mean, you look at the matchups, and yeah, you can't fault him for it. But yeah. man, you just look back on that and go, oh, what if? Yeah. But, uh, you know, he was overcoming that Henderson injury injury, uh, you know, one of his starting running backs. So trying to trying to figure things out with that. Uh, nice to see Kareem Hunt with a, a he, big week. He went um, off. Dude, yeah. I number two running back of the week. Yeah. He's a backup. I, I don't understand how they're just with with Hunt and Chubb on the same team. It's just absolutely ridiculous. But um, yeah, I think I think it's just it's just one of those weeks where a couple guys that you were hoping to to do more for you, you know, it, he he did have two pieces of the Baltimore offense with Lamar Jackson and, and Tyson Williams, and um, not huge weeks out of them. Which it's funny, you know, it's still twenty one points from Jackson, but seeing some of the points that the QBs get in our league. Um, yeah. not, not quite enough, but it's, you know, it's, it's just, it's one of those weeks you, you know, you kind of get hit, but it didn't, it doesn't look bad. Um, no, not at all. And, it, you know, I don't know if you've looked at the, the homepage for our league and you can sort by power rankings. Mm. Um, so not just standings, but I think it's like the third tab is power rankings and, Zach's team is actually ranked number one projected out the rest of the season for points scored. Really? Wow. wow. Do you know who was last? Who was last? Hammer. No. Really? <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it's crazy. Of course. Of course I'm last. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah, I, I feel like I'm, I'm scrambling a little bit with my team, but, uh, We'll figure it out. You know, that's the point of fantasy. Always just figuring it out. You never know. One guy might suddenly become a, a new star on the week and carry you to a playoff uh, win, something like that. So, yeah. Um, but yeah. So let's, let's move on uh, to the next matchup. Um, let's do Steez. Let's, let's talk about your matchup. 
Uh, you you going okay. against Lucas, uh, winning one forty nine to one thirty eight. You are now three and zero on the season. You are second overall. Lucas one and two, and this close matchup. Uh, what going into Monday night, you needed a point, I think. Yeah, um, I was down one point with two players, and yeah. they tried their hardest not to give me that one point. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, but uh, yeah, what I mean, how are you? How are you feeling about your team this week? Um, you know, so far I'm three and zero, but that is a very um, lucky record. I think. I think easily I could have lost this matchup. Um, both of our squads did pretty well. Um, what I kind of want to highlight is our tight ends as weird as it is. We both took bold plays at tight end and mine worked and his didn't. And if it went the other way, I mean, that's like a 15 point swing. You know, if I take out Pat Fryermuth, who just happened to fall into the end zone and I put in either of my other tight ends who got like one point each, I lose this week. Yeah. Yeah. I, I wrote that down when I was looking, looking over this is like, this is, this is the difference tight end can make, you know, and it's, it's, it's one of those things that, you know, you listen to fantasy heads and they're always like, Oh, you can, you can stream tight end week to week and figure it out and all this stuff. And it's like, yeah, you like you can, I guess, but also like it's, it's just, it's, it's just so risky. Um, and I, I see the risk that he took. I, I kind of agree with it to an extent. I mean, it's, it's a Denver tight end. The Denver team has been good. They were going against the jets. Like it's not the, not the craziest, um, pick to make, but, um, yeah, I, I, I really like seeing that, um, you got that Madison pick, uh, getting you 22 points had to handcuff him in the draft as soon as I took cook number one I decided you know what I need Madison I need that insurance policy and it really paid off for me in week three he's got Chuba Hubbard too you got him for next week when McCaffrey's out for whoever knows how long so yeah I got I got some depth at running back you know I would invite anybody in our league to send me some trade offers because otherwise these guys are just going to score on my bench (laughs) yeah I mean, you do have you do have Sanders and Smith, the you know two Eagles sitting in your flex positions, and on the year, both not looking. I mean, Smith had the had the good week one, but on the year, you know, maybe not maybe not super encouraging. So who knows? I mean, maybe Hubbard will, will slip into the slip into the flex for a little bit and uh, see how we'll that have to feels. See see how the amoeba feels this week (laughs) but yeah um looking at at lucas's team a very a very good performance i mean his starters got him points no one really busted outside of outside of the tight end position um you know it's it's good to just it's always nice like even in a loss to see your players still perform it kind of sucks sometimes because you're like oh they got the points this week and like next week they probably won't get the points um but 
Yeah. Um, I will say Lucas texted me. He said, um, cause he listened to the podcast last week and there was a question I asked hammer. I said, you know, going forward, you got Burrow, you got Daniel Jones. Who do you start? And Lucas took your advice, Hammer. He started Daniel Jones, and he ended up getting kind of upset about it. Yeah. I mean, but here's I – mean, That's a game – a weak winner right there. It's a difference. Yeah. I mean, if – so what is that about four – no, so that that is only seven points. He Fair. still would have lost. I miscalculated. Yeah. So, Lucas, if you're listening – you still would have lost. So <laughs> don't blame me. Blame Okwungabundum or however you say the tight end. Yeah. And also, I'm, I'm going to come back to this later in the podcast, but just take a look at Hunter Renfro. All right. Now, I've, I've given him the advice hey, he's pretty good. Maybe poke him into the starting lineup. And Lucas isn't going to do it because he doesn't like his face. Very valid. I mean, uh, I'll, I'll come back to that one later, but just to point that out. Yeah. But I think, I think encouraging signs, you know, Derrick Henry is still Derrick Henry. Everyone thought, well, not everyone, but a lot of people thought, you know, maybe this is the season he finally comes back down to earth and isn't an absolute monster, but he's still a monster. Um, and everyone else performing well. I mean, Godwin still performing even in a Tampa Bay loss. I was at that game, by the way. Uh, and did I honestly, when I saw the stat line of Godwin, I was a little surprised because we looked pretty trash. So nice to see that even with us looking pretty trash, Godwin can still perform. But I think, I think the biggest thing that I would be worried about if I was Lucas and not necessarily do anything yet, but just keep an eye on, on Montgomery with, with fields now in play in Chicago, um, seeing how that offense might work. You know, he, he still got, he got 10 carries uh, this week and barely any yards from it. I just, I hope that they can figure it out with fields. I, I like what I've, you know, what I saw with Fields when I was looking at him uh, before he was drafted and how athletic he was. So, um, but worth worth keeping an eye on. Uh, All right, do we want to go to um, Riot Makers and Scott's champion team? Yeah, yeah, we can we can move into that. We got Scoots going against Bryce, and Bryce getting the dub. Uh, now in the win column, which is great. Uh, one and two on the season. Scoots sitting at one and two as well. And just showing how tight our league is. Both one and two. Bryce is sixth. Scoots is 11th. So everyone just kind of yep. trading blows <laughs> all up yeah, and down was, the league. That was Corbin. He didn't have a win before this weekend. Now he's in fifth. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I mean... Steve, do you want to do you want to take one of these? Do you, you know one of them inspire you to talk about? 
Yeah. So, I mean, for Bryce, I mean, that's, that's a good win. He definitely deserved to be better than O2 coming in this week. So glad he was able to actually see his efforts pay off. He jumps from 12th in the league to sixth with this one win. He had five players go for 18 or more points. So he had really just solid weeks from multiple starters. That's really going to help you out. Um, I mean, guys that jump out to me, yeah, DeAndre Swift, obviously he's been killing it so far this year and he's the running back three on the season. And then you have Jamar Chase, you know, we didn't really know exactly what we were going to get out of his rookie year. And he's already out the gates as the number four receiver on the season. So I think it's a excellent start for this one and two squad. Um, I expect them to keep having pretty solid weeks. Nobody has to absolutely go off in order for this team to put up 150 plus a week. With Chase, I, I mean, I am as surprised, I think, as most people are. I, I said it last week. Uh, he's, he's been very, he's been performing very well considering how he kind of looked earlier he is i don't want to say he's touchdown dependent but he does have a lot of touchdowns he doesn't have a ton of targets which is a little worrying looking at the other guys that he's around in that upper echelon of wide receivers he has 16 targets everyone else sitting at at least 20 if not more so the big play stuff does kind of freak me out a little bit with someone like him but as as it stands right now you know he's still he's performing and he's and he's doing well so um yeah but one thing i did want to point out with bryce and this isn't even it has nothing to do with his win or anything but um he has he has four quarterbacks (laughs) I i just want to say that he has four quarterbacks uh, on his roster, three of which are rookies. So that's... he loves his rookies. <laughs> Somebody's got to pan out, right? That's that's yeah. what we're going for. Shotgun approach with the young QBs. But the, he has Wilson. Like that's I don't know. I just thought it was funny. Um, I like it. I mean, the risky picks seem to be paying off. You know, Chase, Barkley, Swift. I think that those you could consider those all riskier picks. And Waddle's been getting a ton of targets down in Miami. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah uh, the most last week with Brissett playing, he got 13 targets last week. Whew. Yeah. That's got to be encouraging. Yeah. With the, with the quarterback change and you still have the offensive weapons performing like that. Yeah. Uh, so. All right. Cam Hulk, what are you seeing with Scott's team? Injuries. Just plagued by injuries this week. I mean, A.J. Brown went down, got him 0.3 points. Christian McCaffrey went down. That's a huge blow for him for these next few weeks. Got him five. And James White, you know, and his flex injury again. I mean, I don't want to say that he could have won this week because, you know, you never know. But I think that, you know, with those injuries going down, it was almost impossible to really come out of a win this week. Yeah, yeah just got decimated in like in-game injuries. You just never yep. can plan for that kind of thing. Oh, 
terrible, terrible luck. Yeah, I I do remember saying last week that that Scooch should put White in his flex. So that is now two uh, players that I recommended that <laughs> maybe maybe not the best, but I I do want to say though with with Scoots, I, I don't know if you remember me saying this last week, but Chris Carson, Big fifteen great. points. He's been great. Yeah, literally. Just- he just gets 15 <laughs> points every I'm telling you it's yeah. every week. He just gets 15. It's ridiculous. His consistency is just, and you'd, uh, you'd take it. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. It's, Especially I never with- understand. He's always, I feel like in draft process, like before the season, everyone's like, Oh, like Chris Carson, maybe he's like a fourth round or a fifth round running back. And I'm like, I'm going to steal him in the third round and be so happy about it. But usually by the end of, you know, everyone drafting and everything, he's like, everyone's come to their senses. And they're like, wait a minute. Chris Carson's always good. I'm like, yeah, yeah. he's always good. Um, but yeah, definitely just injury ridden week, real rough. You know, if he could have pulled out the win, of course, that that's always nice to, to get a win when you really shouldn't. But hey, Kirk Cousins, QB number five on the season. Yeah. Yeah, we all saw that coming. <laughs> yeah. So do we have – we have two more matchups? Yeah. The two closest. Yep. The two closest yep. matchups. Let's save the closest matchup for the end, and we'll, we'll hop into my matchup. Uh, in my opinion, a heartbreak uh, because <laughs> I was winning – I so going into Monday night, I was up by 30 points. Chad had Jalen Hurts, CD Lamb, and Parsons. Yeah. And I fully expected to just lose. I was like, okay, like that's 30 points out of a, a quarterback and a wide receiver isn't all that much. But I was winning until the fourth quarter. And then garbage time hit. And then suddenly, like Jalen Hurts went from like 0.3 points to like 26 in a quarter. Is the dumbest thing I've ever seen. (laughs) Um, But yeah, I I, I can't be mad, you know, for for my team looking at it. uh, I think I got got 151 points. I'm sitting at one and two. I... I like my how my team scored. Guys scored that I, I was hoping to see some good things from, you know, seeing Claypool step up when Deontay Johnson went down with injury uh, is, is always nice. Melvin Gordon has been just super consistent for me week over week. Uh, again, steal of the draft in the 10th round, Mike Williams. Oh, just yeah. number one. I think he was the number one non-QB scorer on the week yep 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 so all great things uh i i am hoping to see all of that kind of stick around uh i have to i have to assess my wide receiver situation julio jones isn't isn't quite doing what i was hoping but aj brown is down so maybe he can step up uh i was wondering if we would see an appearance from your hero last week taylor haneke dude i 
he was going against Buffalo, you know, and Matt Ryan was going against the Giants. It was simple as that. Yep. Just yeah, I think matchups this week just seemed to not really go the way that we expected. Yeah. yeah, but I think the biggest thing for me, look, you know, looking at it, I need to assess the Allen Robinson situation, kind of the same as the uh, David Montgomery situation in Chicago. See what's going to happen with that. Allen Robinson has kind of been quarterback proof in his career. So I'd like to think that maybe this is just, you know, Fields first week and he's getting used to everything. So he'll be able to bounce back. But I do have some guys on my bench that I'm getting encouraging performances out of. I have, I've, I've had very high scoring benches the last couple of weeks, which yeah, the, the number four running back on the week chilling there, yep. man, that Peyton Barber pickup was such a random, like, I was just like, Oh, you know, Jacobs is out. Maybe, maybe I'll pick up Barber. See what happens. No, I did that last week too. And I dropped and, him. Yeah. And then he just, he just goes off oh. and I'm, if I start him next week, I'm sure he'll get like three points. So that's how it goes. Usually. Yeah, but I mean, yeah, overall, I'm, you, you know, you can't win every week. If, if you could, then then fantasy would be a lot easier. But it's just one of those weeks that a couple of things didn't break my way and and I lost to a, a good team. You know, Chad yeah, I mean, did do well. Yeah. To, to Chad's credit, I mean, he started I'm looking all the way down at his defense. He started the number one defensive player of the week, Miles Garrett, who had himself a freaking ball game, 19 and a half points. Jeez. I also noticed with Chad, he has five receivers in the top 18 in fantasy on the year so far. So he drafted really well, and he's got a nice core of starting wideouts. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Speaking of wildouts, I want to. I don't know if you guys watched the game between the Packers and the 49ers, but I've never seen such a like lock in scenario with Devontae Adams. I mean, like, there are multiple plays every game where he literally doesn't look at anybody else and has already decided before the ball is snapped, I'm throwing this to Devontae Adams. And yeah. that, I mean, he'll is, check out I mean, of a run for play. Him. Yeah. He'll check out of a run play if he sees that the corner is a couple steps off of Devontae. Yeah. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah. And I mean Adams on the season still only one touchdown. So he's he's doing all this. He's getting all these points just with yardage and reception. And and only one concussion. (laughs) Did he get concussed in this game? He get pretty messed up. He got hit pretty hard and somehow he, came back the next yeah. play. I thought oh, he was done. I mean, I thought his head got taken off. Yeah, it was pretty gnarly to watch. Woof. But, yeah, definitely encouraging for Chad's team. Seeing seeing those guys perform, yeah, having that core is always Good is, but you know, it's a risky thing having two pieces of the same offense going Devonte Adams and Aaron Jones. But at the same time, it's it's one of the best offenses in the league. You got Aaron Rodgers leading the way, so not not a bad idea. Um, he does he does have Rojo, and again, I will say, Rojo, <laughs> he hurts my soul. I want him to do well, but he is 
I don't know. He's just, he's not, he's just not, he's just not gonna, he's just not cutting it. I don't know what it is. I'm sure he'll get his big weeks. And if Chad keeps him in his lineup, he'll, he'll probably get like a 20 to 25 point week randomly. But right now looking at Chad's bench, he doesn't really have a ton of depth. A um, lot of, a lot of zeros on the bench. So Chad's just waiting. He's, he's playing the, the long con of seeing if any of these guys break out eventually. Um, but for now, as long as his starting lineup is going to perform the way that it did, um, you know, he doesn't really have to worry about his bench too much, I would say. So, yeah. All right. We've got one more matchup left. It was number one, Travis, against number three, Drum. And as advertised last week, we got matchup of the week here. I would definitely say so. Them coming into Monday night, Drum was down by about 40 points and had had a couple players in, in the Monday night. He had Elliott, Rager, and then Zerline. So a running back, a wide receiver, and a kicker to try to make 40 points. And boy, did Zeke try his darndest oh, yeah. to, to, to make that happen for Drum. But Number one running back on the week. Yeah. Did everything he could. Did everything he could. Sadly, you know. Travis's tip-top team, it's named appropriately. Sitting there three and zero, they they are they are doing it well. Um, I I think th- this is one of those weeks that I think Travis. This is this looks like the worst that his team could ever perform. Looking at his team, and he still was able to win. So. It's one of those things where it's like they were able to skate by and still pull out the win, even with poor showings kind of up and down. And from here on, I, I don't see this team ever busting entirely for him. He does. He does have your uh, projected number one kicker, McManus. He does. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, it's been two weeks in a row now. Tyreek Hill with with pretty. Yeah. I was gonna say that. Yeah, non Tyreek outings. So being able to win, you know, when when those kinds of guys aren't doing what they're supposed to do, but then you have you know Emmanuel Sanders randomly going off for almost twenty four points, just sitting in the flex. Uh, it's yeah, it's. I think I think I don't want to say he lucked out because he definitely made the right moves. You know, putting Sanders in and and getting the guys that he needs to get to make sure he wins. But um, yeah, it's, that is, that's a heck of a team he's got. And it's, I do not look forward to facing him. And Tyreek and Lockett, both poor showings this week, even though they're typically, I mean, Lockett has been putting up ridiculous numbers his first two weeks. I think this is just a fluke, but yeah, as you said, um, team is looking scary. Now for drum, I mean, he's got, Tom Brady at the helm, who is the number one overall fantasy player. So props to him for banking on old man Brady. But man, he has three starting defensive players and he has four defensive players on the bench. And oh, if he would have just switched out any of those three for somebody on his bench, he would have covered Travis's team and he would have won. Wow. Yeah, I, yeah, those, those defensive players, man, like 
And I mean, the outing that he got from them, the ones that he did start are all, they're all solid, you know, it's, but yeah, it just the little things like that. But I, I now, think it's. What advice would you have for somebody trying to decide between two defensive players? How do you decide which one to go with? Well, so for me, like this, this last week, actually, I, I was looking at defensive players a lot because when we talked last week, that was one thing that I noticed was a lot of the times when you saw a team that won, they had good defensive players on the week. That, that was kind of the, the foundation of their team. But what I, so what I was doing was for defensive ends and for linebackers, I didn't really mess around with those. It, it kind of was one of those things where I was like, if, if I have a starting linebacker who I know is going to get their tackles and a starting DN who I know is going to get their sacks and stuff, I'm going to just keep those in. I'm not going to mess around with that. I'm just, that's what I'm going to work with. The only position that I was really like, you can strategize around in my opinion was the DB position. And so for something like, you know, this week, he, he put in peppers, a safety against Atlanta, um, and on his bench, he had another safety and another safety, both for Buffalo going against Washington. I might have looked at like Hyde and thought Buffalo's probably going to be winning this game. Washington's probably going to be trying to pass a bunch to keep up. And Heineke is maybe not the best passer in the league. So I'm more likely going to lean that way and see if I can get an interception or something out of my safety position. Um, so that's kind of where my mindset goes straight to the DB, you know, which DB can maybe get me an interception who's going against the lesser quarterback, things like that. And see if I can get some kind of a big spike from, from an interception or something like that. So. Um, all right. Well, that is the that is the review of this week's matchups. Um, I say let's let's look at let's look at what's going on next week. So we got we got week four coming up. Uh, let's look at it. You know, a couple of what's going on right off the bat. You know, we got some, in my opinion, powerhouses, but according to Yahoo, not. But. <laughs> Steez, you and I going against each other. Uh, Ooh, and right now, buddy. it looks like I'm going to, I'm just going to absolutely Smoke. destroy you, aren't I? Wait, why? Uh, well, you know, I, I have a projected 154 points, McNeese, and you only have a projected 8.45. So uh, every, every time it does that, I end up scoring more. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that dang, uh, that dang amoeba offense keeping me off kilter. But that'll be, that'll I'm be looking I, forward to it. Yeah, I it, that'll be good. I I think that my team will have to overachieve a little bit to beat you. If I'm completely honest, but I think my that one player. Yeah, it. Yeah, you're one. You're kicker. Um, but if we can, you know, I'll be feeling good. Two and two, um, going against you and bringing you down to a three and one, hopefully, uh, you know, end your streak, but, um, also seeing Chad going against Corbin, 
both sitting at one and two, both got their first win this week. Neither one of them wanting to go to one and three. So yeah, that'll be that'll be a good matchup to look out for. Uh, what's one mail will be trying to write the ship against Travis Ooh, number 12 against number one. Yeah. Yeah. I don't... See, Ooh, I feel like smelling upset. Yeah. See that, that just looks like one of those, it's going to be a trap game and then, and smells team is randomly going to get like 200 points probably. And that's going to be what, what finally hands Travis his first loss. Um, but yeah, you got drum going against Zach, uh, both in my opinion, very good teams projected to be just a shootout. Yeah. That, that looking like it's going to be a big, you know, a big, big game. Um, I wish I, I was looking at this more to see like, which ones are going to be going into Monday night, you know, which all, always those ones where it's like, Oh, who has like a couple players on Monday night to like, keep things interesting going into the week. Um, yeah. And then we got the, uh, we got Lucas versus Bryce, both Two also sneaky teams. Yeah. All, you know, also both not trying to be one and three. So, um, but yeah, this man, our league is so, I mean, we got no one that's, that's completely lost, you know, no Owen three teams, which is always good. Keeping things tight and honestly i feel like for the entire season it's going to be like that just everyone just jostling for position maybe one team kind of breaks away to the top but outside of that you know yeah i'm 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 digging it a lot of equality across the board yeah it keeps it interesting cam hulk against the banged up scots champion team I don't know, Scott. Come at me. Come at me with a trade, man. I could help you out. My bench could help you out. Let's work something out, man. Yeah. That I actually was, I remember I was going to say that in uh, when talking about scoots. I, I wrote down that maybe, maybe looking at a couple trades, you know, see, see what he can kind of, kind of get working there. Um, I've been, I, I've thrown out a couple trades in our league. I would, I would love to see you guys uh, trading more. So, you know, yeah, look at look at my bench. I got a couple guys sitting on there that you know maybe I could offload for somebody if if you guys are interested, and maybe maybe some some draft picks for next year. I don't know. Yeah, that, that's a new feature we got. Yeah, draft new, picks. So, uh, but awesome. So we got one more segment. I I think this will be a fun one. Um, got some some listener engagement on this one. So. Uh, Steez, how about you lead us into this? So this one is a little bit of a throwback um, from a few years ago. I used to uh, keep everybody's hot takes on my notepad on my phone. And it would just be kind of fun to gather everybody's just wild ideas and look back on them. So I went around and asked some people around our league for some bold hot takes. Um, So I'm going to start out with a couple um chad his hot take this week is ronald jones will get higher than five points <laughs> <laughs> definitely a hot take um definitely he has a hot yet, take. yet to do it he has yet to do that so 
I mean, I guess that is a hot take. Um, we have from Bryce, Cobra Kyler loses to Plucky Ducks. And Ooh. Kyler Murray scores less than 15 versus the Rams defense. Ooh, I like it. I like that hot take. That's a good yeah, one. Yeah, I mean, wow. That was just like, I just asked him for a hot take and he just throws the biggest shade at me. But all <laughs> just, right, thanks thanks for the hot take, just Bryce. torches you. I love yeah. it. Um, Corbin. I asked Corbin for a hot take. He said, number one, Travis against number 12 Smill will be a nail-biter. It'll be the smallest margin of victory and the lowest total points. Lowest total points? That would be be crazy to see. And we have one more hot take, and this one is it's kind of a narrative. Um, Cam Hulk, do you have that one fired up and ready to read? Yep, yep. So we'll start off with the, uh, the narrative, the hammer versus Steve, the war, the kicker in typical McNeese fashion, the entire team rests on the bench in preparation for their week four bout, but one critical player is left in the kicker. It is a cryptic message toward one, the one who doesn't believe in kickers, the one who has petitioned against kickers for years. (laughs) And his uh, bold take of the week is in an effort to prove once and for all that kickers don't matter. Hammer will bet. Bench his kicker. The matchup will come down to the wire. Projected to lose by 13, headed into Monday night's game. Hammer will be forced to pick up the starting Chargers kicker, Tristan Vinci. Vin- I don't even know how to say that last name. Vizquiano. He will score 14 <laughs> points to combine to complete the comeback win over Cobra Kyler. The kicker debate will be over, and Hammer will concede his objections. <laughs> All right. So, I mean, that's what you get when you ask Smell to give you a hot take. Oh, my gosh. He sets up a whole story where I lose. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, man. I mean, oh, I want to. That sounds. So, I mean, let's break that down for a second. He says, you're going to bench your kicker in an effort to prove that kickers don't matter. And then you're going to be losing, projected to lose by 13 going into the Monday night game and you're going to be scrambling. Oh no, what can I do? What can I do? And there he is, your golden boy, Tristan Viscaino, kicker of the chargers is just sitting there available. And so you pick him up and play him and he completes your comeback by one point. I mean, that'd be, that'd be so tasty. Oh, I would love that so much. So you know what you have to do? You have to bench your kicker. I have to bench Justin Tucker <laughs> after the week he just had after a record breaking week. You if know, I, if, kick, if kickers don't matter, you know, here's okay. Here's, here's what I'll say. I will do this. If I win kickers get removed next season. Wow. Wow. We might have to call in court for this one, the Kamish. Hold up. This could change everything. So it could potentially come down to my matchup against you. I have to beat you with a blank kicker spot. Or else we lose the kicker as a player. Mm-hmm. Are you willing to make that risk? Oh. Oh, Cam Hulk, what are you thinking? 
I don't know, man. It's 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 risky. Do I gamble <laughs> a whole position? I mean, the kickers this year have been putting up like 15 points for yeah. some people. I mean, that's that's like a great wide receiver slash very good running back day. Yeah. I mean, the kicker is clearly the leader of my squad. I so. I do have some very good, some very tasty matchups going into the the week. I don't even know. I don't even know if I'll need a kicker, honestly. I mean, my team might just might just hammer it down without it. But this might be a this might be a conversation we have to finish up offline. Um, yeah. All right. If you've made it to this point in the podcast, um, message in the group chat. What do you think? Do you think that we should run this uh, this gamble? Should we try and beat Hammer without a kicker and save the position? But man, that'd be. I mean, the annoying thing is, is if I don't get it, then I just lose, and then I also lose because the kicker has to stay in. So it's a double whammy. Yep, either side double whammy. But if you need to, apparently you can pick up Tristan Viscano for Monday night if you need him. This is true. I, I could pick him up. I might that I is... might nab him real quick just to make sure no one else does. Um, but yeah. All right. Well, that was the week three review with uh, our special guest. Cameron Hulk, thank you for joining us this week, bud. Thank um, you for having me. Yeah. Awesome. This was fun. Steez, a pleasure. As always. As always. Yeah. All right. Well, everybody, good luck with week four. I hope that all of your teams uh, exceed expectations and that no one gets any injuries. Talk to you next week. All right. See ya.